What's up, guys? I'm telling Sarah about my job, and I want you guys to hear about it, too. So I got hired at Anthropology. Was that the opening to the podcast? What's up, guys? Welcome back to Seriously Fun with Katie and Sarah. <laughs> Y'all know the drill. Okay. Hello, I'm everyone. I'm laying down. I'm actually not laying down. That's false, Katie. No, I'm not laying down. Look. Okay, you're on your little wood pallet thing, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm crazy. Okay. Hello, everyone. I feel like our, our listeners deserve a proper welcome. All right. You give it to them then. Well, you get – oh, my – hello, everyone. What is up? <laughs> welcome back to Seriously – people are going to be like, why did we listen to this three times? What's up? Welcome back to Seriously Fun with Katie and Sarah. Um, I'm Sarah. And I'm Katie. And this is episode 28, I think. Stop. That's literally insane. I can't even comprehend. Um, but we're starting in strong again. Katie was telling me about her job. So, Katie, now that we've had a proper intro, please, I'd love to hear about your job. Yes. Continue okay. to be here. Thank you for giving the people a proper introduction. They truly do deserve that, guys. Thanks for listening every week. You're the best. I was telling Sarah about my job because I just- Hold on. I don't want to interrupt you, but I also want to interrupt you because I can't hear you very well. not good correct <laughs> two okay mine was also on two but then i just changed it to one i'll leave mine on one yours can stay on two because you can hear me yeah i can hear you great great yeah i hear you so much better now okay perfect i'm not gonna touch i was like doing too much with my microphone and my plug-in is very loose so that's just not good true um Anyway, we'll maybe cut a little bit of that out. Thank you for being patient with us, listeners. Um, I was telling Sarah. So, guys, I if you're faithful to the podcast, I'm pretty sure I've talked about me wanting to work at City Roots Coffee. My job hunt this semester has been kind of a joke, but I finally got hired at Anthropology no. Incorporated. I don't really know what their official name is. Um, they come after you. They're like, do not talk about us on your podcast. <laughs> no, actually, it feels that professional. Um, I was telling Sarah about our extremely high standard of dress code policy for work um, and that it stresses me out. Like, I love getting dressed and I love clothes and I love styling and I love all of that. But, like, there's no like there's not actual pressure on a day-to-day basis like I just want to be comfortable and like feel good in what I'm wearing but no one's going to be like absolutely not you know but when I go to work there they literally were like we will send you home to change and you have to come back and so yeah it's just a fun time and I was telling Sarah they want us to like consider ourselves stylists almost like when we are zoned for the fitting room People, this happened on my first day of work. There was women in there being like, what would go good with this? And I'm (gasps) like, baby, I literally know nothing. nothing." Were you panicking? Like, what did you do? So uh, I was like with this other like first day girl and she was actually with the woman. And so they like go around the store together and like pick out stuff. And then all I had to do was get someone a size. I was like, I can handle that. (laughs) But it just shocked me because like when I go to a store and go to like try stuff on, I'm not like, Hey, can you help me decide what to wear and like what to buy? Like, okay. So true. 
I would never ask that, but I guess I just, like, because I was also saying this before we started recording, like, anthropology is targeting kind of an older audience, and so people come in, and, like, the culture of the store is that they're used to being able to ask the employees for help with their people, which is crazy, but it totally happens, apparently, um, so, and, like, anthropology is, like, definitely a higher-end store, and so, like, the people that are in there literally buying four dresses for $700 $700 like are expecting quality service and like you're almost, sure. like paying for the entire experience of being in the store even you know you know what I'm saying so it's been fun I listeners I've only been to one like actual shift after my <laughs> orientation um but there's so much to know the world of retail is truly beyond me I can't wait to know all the secrets about it um we're getting we're not getting into we're apparently in like seasonal holiday shopping um so I am scheduled to work Black Friday <laughs> I'm not even like a Black Friday shopper but now I'm a Black Friday employee there you go so um, it's like not cool but like interesting to see how even the old people are like well this year is going to be completely definitely definitely COVID is it working Okay, now it is, but Katie, you like, <laughs> for a hot second, you were like rapping. It was like, completely different because of COVID. Like, I was like, what is going on? I hope it's in the audio because I swear, I was literally was like, I don't know what's happening. You're totally fine now. Okay. Okay. I need to quit moving around. Dang, this is not good. The, like, my boss who's been at Anthropology at that specific store for, like, five years or whatever, she's, like, we have no idea what it's going to look like, like, store restrictions. Usually, obviously, Black Friday is, like, every rule out the window, a free-for-all. Yeah. Obviously, we cannot do that this year, and so it will be interesting to see. And, like, even as I was training, they were, like, this is what we usually do, but this is what we're doing with COVID for, like, the fitting room and stuff. Like, we're trying to minimize contact, Um, which is – great but like it's just not consistent all the way throughout but we're doing what we can yeah just like everyone is else is there any like pressure for you to buy and wear clothes from there or okay I was scared of that when I first applied I was like I'm, I don't know like I don't feel prepared to um spend my money at anthropology yeah. however they do give us a pretty generous employee discount um it's kind of complicated honestly okay so this is fun for me maybe it'll be fun for someone listening anthropology is owned by this parent company called urbn so like urban Hi. but that could be confused with the fact that they also own urban outfitters i didn't so, know that yeah so urbn owns urban outfitters anthropology free people um this okay. and then like some other stuff they just did this like it's a clothing rental company called newly um and then like i don't know i think there's like a home no like a like an outdoor store stuff i've never heard of but like this parent company owns a bunch of baby companies um and so i get my like standard employee discount is 40 percent off of like anything from any of those stores like okay, that's apparel. And then all home stuff is always 25% off. And then every nap, okay, wait, then like with my like home store is what they're calling it. I think, um, I'll get a certain number of, am I allowed to say this? 
in the world. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Um, I get a certain number of 60s. So, like, I'll have, like, 60% off, like, max four items or something per month. And it doesn't roll over, but it refreshes every month. And then every so often, it's – I think they call it employee appreciation. We'll get, like – 40 or 60 off everything so like including candles and like all the fun stuff and they were joking with they were like that's when we all stock up um so they were saying on tuesday that like we're gonna have an employee appreciation before christmas um so that's like a fun time to be an employee i guess yeah so So, you get 40 percent off at urban too yeah that's nice and yeah and like it works online and everything they it is extremely So a big thing about retail that I just, like, didn't fully, like, think about a lot is how much their – the store stuff revolves around, like, theft. Um, Like, um, honestly, a huge part of my orientation was about, like, how to deal with people stealing things and, like, how to prevent people – they're calling it – or they call it loss prevention. Uh Um, And so I was like, this is crazy, which (laughs) – I used to, like, shoplift from stores in the mall, which, like, is kind of wild because... What? (laughs) Okay, not, like, an extreme thing, but I definitely have done that before. I'm sorry. What? Like, of what kind of stuff? Okay, this is going to shock you even more, but Victoria's Secret is, like, the easiest store. I do not condone stealing. This was (laughs) pre-salvation. what so what kind of stuff would you be what like in victoria's secret they just like there's not tags on like bras and underwear so that you just like i don't know it's so you were, that's like expensive stuff that you were stealing you weren't stealing like packs of gum okay yeah no <gasps> this was like less than a handful of times but i'm just saying so like in my old life, I guess people, I guess I'm I sorry. Thought, I'm in shock right now. <laughs> I guess I thought about shoplifting definitely more than I do now, but it's just funny because like, I would never, it's been a while since I've been in the mentality of like, how do I go about stealing this? Um, the fact that you were ever in that mentality really frightens me. All my friends were doing it. <laughs> if all your friends were jumping off a cliff, cliff you would too? Um, potentially, and I feel like the answer from you is also potentially. <laughs> okay, but if I, I would never be like, all my friends are shoplifting. No, 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 no. okay. The, my only excuse is that I had no moral direction in my life at all. I guess I'm just shocked because I feel like when I've heard of people shoplifting before, it's always like very small things like gum or like a keychain. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. never like like kind of high priced things. Okay. I feel like the like the one time that I stole something from Victoria's Secret. I don't why are we talking about that? Yeah. Literally. I feel like a criminal. You're the, one that, you're the one that freely gave us this information. You're the one that were like, well back when I used to shoplift probably <laughs> what? Seriously shoplifting? Seriously, do not shoplift. Do not Seriously, Katie things. needs to go to like this was literally like ninth grade. Okay. I'm, I have repented. I'm very sorry to everyone. <laughs> if anyone is Victoria's Secret, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I stole from you. Um, 
my life is in much better hands now. Okay. That I, if you shoplift and you haven't yet given your life to Jesus. Okay, we're, we're okay. N- enough Sarah's of that. Sarah's gonna pray for you. Enough, of, enough of that. Um, okay. it's interesting because I think that that's probably a really big deal at anthropology because it is high end. Because I like my mom if y'all didn't know works, she works full-time for a doctor and then she works part-time for bath and body. And she said before that, like, if they see someone stealing, they just have to let them leave. Like they can't stop them. They can't do anything, but that's like a very minimal part of their job. But it's probably because bath and body is not like, oh my gosh, they're stealing a hundred dollar sweater. Like they're stealing a, you know, $6 thing of mini lotion you know what I mean like yeah different where I swear I feel like and maybe I'm wrong because I don't know anything but I feel like definitely it's probably even more like it's a it's a bigger deal because everything on anthropology is expensive so like they're losing a lot if someone steals something where at like bath and body unless they were stealing like everything like it wouldn't really be that big of a loss right which to me I feel like it was the opposite or just like I I feel like people are more likely to steal things that are like less expensive because it would be like a less intense penalty, I guess. I don't know how it works, but yeah. Also, I don't know, but I was, I don't know why I started talking about this. We also cannot chase people out of the store or like do really do anything. That's why they call it loss prevention because most of the measures that we're taking are preventative. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I really don't understand. I remember my mom told me that. I was like, so you're telling me I could go in the store and pick up, pick up a candle and walk out and y'all could do nothing? And she was like, yeah, pretty much. Which is just wild to me. Like, I don't really understand then, like, why do we buy anything? <laughs> I think part of it, like, in my – at least what they told us – So, like, in my interview, like, before they even hired me, they were like, what will you do to prevent theft in the store? And I was like, I've never thought about this. Like, I don't know. What did, what was your response? Okay, so actually, hold on one second. I'm trying to, like, not have this get messed up. So. Is the sound okay? It changed a little bit. Why? Because it got messed up again. There we go. I can hear you better now. Um. So. This is so annoying. Katie, I'm thinking from now on you need to stay in one position the entire podcast. Like, Usually I have my microphone moving around and it's not a problem. Anyway. Before my interview, Abby's friend was also, like, she was trying to get a job at Urban Outfitters, and so she did her interview before mine, and I asked Abby what kind of questions did they ask her, so I actually knew, okay, like, Abby told me about this question, and I thought about it, I forgot, and then they asked me, and I had already thought about it, and so, like, my answer was, like, kind of ready, yeah, but basically just like store engage, like being engaged with the customers in the store. Yeah, like, anthropology is a relatively big store with like a lots of corners and like weird yeah. things to be. And there's not a ton of us in the store at one time, so it's like okay, welcome into anthropology. Like follow, kind of like low key following them, being like, can I help you with anything? Yeah. And then whenever they like train me for the fitting room, if people are being like awkwardly taking nine years in the fitting room, just being like, can I help you with anything? Like just acknowledging that people are in the store at all times. Yeah. Um, 
makes it more awkward for them to feel like they can be sketchy and we're not aware of it. Yeah. I feel like on the flip side, I hate when I go in stores and the people working are like up my butt. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of times in like boat boutiques. Well, I was about to say boutiques. Boutiques. In boutiques, they're always like, what are you shopping for? Can we help you? Have you seen this over here? This is really like, I'm like, leave me alone. Like if I wanted your help, I would ask you and I'm not going to ask you first of all. Right. Like I can vividly remember, I actually think I was shopping for Tiffany's wedding and I went into this, um, I almost did it again. Boutique, boutique. Yeah. I might lose my brain. Okay. You know, it's weird though. Like bouquet of flowers, but like boutique store. I feel like I do that too. That feels like the same word to me. Bouquet, bouquet. Yeah, I have no idea. So <laughs> I went into this boutique in Slidell and because a lot of times they have cute stuff. So I'm looking around and I found a few things. And so I go try it on. And my mom was with me. So it wasn't even like I was by myself. And so they were like, oh, trying to be like, oh, that looks good. Or like, oh, you know, whatever. Like my yeah. mom was with me. I don't need your help. And, <laughs> um, Though I didn't like like either of the things I tried. And she was like, what are you shopping for again? And maybe I, I shouldn't have told her, but I was like, oh, a wedding. She like went and got other stuff and like brought it to me. And was like, well, have you tried? Like, why don't you try that? And I literally had to be like, yeah, I don't really like those. Like, I think like these didn't work. So I'm probably just going to look somewhere else. And she like kept like, well, I really think this would look really good. And I was like, yeah, too much. Like, stop. Yeah. No, yeah, we only do that if they ask. Like, hey, let yeah, us know if you need anything like totally and then normal. leave it alone. Like, yeah. Yeah, if they're not asking, like, I don't – it's almost, like, low-key condescending of, like, you don't think I can pick out my own clothes or, like, pick out what I want? Like – Yeah. Okay, you know what store is the worst about that? In what? my opinion. Um, like, really any shoe store because the employees get commission off of things they like off of shoes that they sell i think i've never once experienced that like in journeys i've probably never been in journeys oh my gosh every time you go in like i literally would like not go in there for fun because they're gonna force you into buying a pair of shoes oh yeah i don't like i'm easily forced (laughs) okay (laughs) see i'm i'm me too like if i'm even slightly thinking about it if someone tells me like oh you should get it okay done yeah yeah, I, also, I think – wait, go ahead. I was going to say I also, like, feel bad going into stores and, never, and, like, not getting anything, which is so stupid because that happens all the time. But for some reason, I just have this weird thing of, like, especially in, like, small stores or, like, boutiques, yeah. you know, I like, feel bad, like, going in and being, like, all right, I'm leaving now. You know, like, yeah. especially when there's no one else in there and it's just – you know, like, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I feel like for boutiques and, like, less corporate stores, I could understand why the employees are, like, trying to push you to buy something because they're kind of trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Um, But for bigger – leave me alone. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I actually – once – so whenever I was home, me and my mom went shopping. This is going to be sad, so sorry, everybody. For my grandma's funeral, like, we neither of us had anything to wear. And so we had gone to, like, all these different stores, and, like, I could just – could not find anything. I'm, like – I feel like I'm pretty picky – when it comes to things and um we went to I think it was a loft which like I would never go in normally but I was like I'm running out of options and I actually ended up getting a dress from there also didn't know how expensive loft was I don't know why like I thought maybe it was I don't know but it was expensive um and so but everything in the store was like 40% off or something crazy like they were having some weird sale like the day we went And so I get, like, I go to try on this dress and I guess we were in the dressing room for a while. Um, 
because I'd gotten two sizes sizes and I was trying to figure out which one like because they both kind of fit but I just I didn't know which one I wanted whatever well I like was emotional and was crying Mm -hmm. but just because of what of the occasion and like a worker comes around the corner and she's like oh um I was just coming to check and make sure everything y'all were doing okay. If y'all didn't need any other sizes. And so we were like, oh yeah, we're good. Like whatever. And I'm like crying. Oh and then, my gosh. I'm crying because like the dress didn't fit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm and so then I felt bad that she like walked over and had to like, and she, she was looked so uncomfortable. And I, we like got, went up to the register to pay and she was like, you found everything okay? Like, looked very uncomfortable. And I was like, yes, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah, that's a little bit awkward. It, very awkward. I hope that never happens to me. Yeah, because. Because well, we talked about it, it's going to happen. Probably. Literally, next time I go in. Um, no, yeah, like, the, um, they kind of just use social skills. Like, it's. If the pre if the girl obviously does not want to talk to me, like, okay, whatever, enjoy your time, enjoy your day, see you never. But <laughs> this woman, I guess I cannot, I feel like I'm a doctor, I like can't say their names, but we asked them their names to write it on the fitting room door. And uh-huh. so, uh, Miss G um, was like the one that was asking poor new girl, like, what's aware and stuff. Um, I forgot where I was going with my story. Okay, so when you're interviewed, did they ask you anything about style and, like, if you like to style people? Like, they – I would hope so because if not – Yeah, so I they made it very – okay, I don't, I don't want to say they made it very clear in the interview, but they did ask me about my own personal style. Yeah. Um, they asked me – I think – okay, so the interview – come to find out. So I had to do, like, an online application – and then they had okay. they reviewed my application and then they could have declined me but they were like okay interview come to find out they usually do two interviews but i think they were like in a rush to hire people mm. um so i only did one um but yeah we talked about so like in the t- in the typed out part like i'm pretty sure they asked why i want to work at anthropology okay. um and so Yes, they made sure that I actually care about fashion and clothes and people first. Okay. So I, say, like, I would never ever in a million years get a job at anthropology because that's just not – if you asked me what would look good, I'd be like, I have no idea. Like, go find it yourself. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like some of the girls that work there, like, majored in college in, like, fashion and textile, merchandising, whatever. And now they Wait, work actually, hilarious story. Okay, the girl that trained me for the fitting room went to huh. Barb with Megan and, like, knows her and, they, like, follows her on Instagram. Um, and I was talking to this girl and she – Literally, how did that come up? Okay, so, well, I'm just a chatty Kathy, so I'm, like, getting this girl's life story. Um, she was – say I don't know the order of events but basically she's from like Charles and I was like oh bet like where'd you go to high school Barb graduated college in 2016 so that was maybe not maybe graduated she graduated with Megan whatever year Megan is okay that would be 2018 okay maybe she because she was telling me a bunch of years things. She, like, worked at Anthropology in 2016 to 2018 or something like that. Moved to New York to be, like, an actual stylist for Anthropology in Manhattan. And what? then, like, had to move – I know. And then, like, had to move back for COVID. 
Um, <gasps> or like didn't have to, but she like her lease was up in May and her roommates were leaving and like she didn't want to. And I think she got furloughed from anthropology. Oh, I was gonna say my like worst nightmare would be moving somewhere like that and then having to move back to Baton Rouge. Yeah, she's like living with her parents and her boyfriend's parents or something like that. Me really just her parents and her boyfriend's parents. Like I think going back and forth or something. Oh yeah, no. And she's like, all my stuff is still in storage in New York. <gasps> so like, she's planning to move back, I guess. But what was her name? Allison. This is your first name. Allison. Oh, okay. I'll ask Megan. Yeah. No, you should. That'd be funny. That's hilarious. Well, that's like talked about girl. Megan's little business. She was like, yeah, I follow her on Instagram. Like, okay, little business is not accurate. M- Megan. <laughs> Is running a large business. <laughs> That's true. She ha- has so many orders. Like, it's insane. That's why she had to cut off her Christmas orders on November 1st. That's honestly so good. She, like, it- it's insane. Like, honestly, it's insane. Like, it- it's crazy. It's not, it's... Not like, little business. No, it is not a little business business at all. Like, it's cra- It's just crazy. Yeah. So that was a small world. Funny story. Shout out Megan. Shout out Allison. Shout out Lake Charles. Shout out Barb. I'm screaming. Shout out Meeg Mercy Art on Etsy. Go it, check her out. Is Just that kidding. how she says it? Meeg? Yeah, Meeg. Meeg, Mer- Meeg Mercy. Yeah. That's cute. When she, I mean, I've never heard her say like Meeg Mercy Art, but I think that we always say Meeg. Like that's how we refer to her if we're gonna say if we're gonna shorten her name not Mm -hmm. meg it's meeg so maybe she says meg but i'm pretty (laughs) sure it's me i would always say me um um shoot i just thought of something and then i forgot i think we oh this wasn't it but i think we have to address it and we'll just address it and move on and never speak of it again i still (laughs) love my lsu tigers i will ride with them to the day I die and I'm very excited that this weekend is a bye that's that that, that's all I have to say she said what she said (laughs) (laughs) I am really excited for the Alabama game not necessarily for the game because pretty sure we're gonna get murdered but I'm going home okay I can't say I'm going home which is true but I also feel like when I say that people are like great when are you coming home let's hang out let's like plan and it's like no I'm going home but I'm really going on vacation like I'm going home and then me and my mom and a whole bunch of my mom's friends are going to like a camp on Lake Catherine where's um, that near like New Orleans in between New Orleans and Seattle oh okay somewhere staycation Um, yeah basically um but we're going to this camp and staying there the weekend of the alabama game just to hang out and whatever um very excited for that but i feel like i need to make it clear that i'm not really going home like i'm going home and then we're going there so like don't be like you didn't tell me you were in slide out so you're stopping in boundaries to hang out um maybe (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll see i would like to yeah is that the weekend of the 21st no it's the weekend before that okay and i'll be driving through on thursday gotcha oh that's not gonna work thursday see you at the point y- yeah that's too late <laughs> 
What time? Oh, well, what time? Actually, just kidding. It's probably too early. I probably won't be in Baton Rouge by then. Yeah, I won't be there. Oh, by after then. work. Yeah. Yeah. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm screaming. I'm, I'm driving back on at like midnight on Saturday, so. Amazing. <laughs> I will not see I, you. I will be home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Dude, me, you, and Nicole need to have a, like a day in New Orleans again. So fun. I'm thinking Christmas might be better for that, though, because I think I'm going to be home for a little bit longer during, like, after Christmas. Okay, yeah. I love how we're just making plans on the podcast right now. (laughs) Life planning meeting? (laughs) (laughs) What was I going to say? I have no idea what my holidays are about to look like. Don't. All I know is I have to work Black Friday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like just recently started looking at that because we're about to get into very busy times at church. Like yeah, this true. is about to be like crunch time. I have so many things going on. And so I was trying to figure out like when I'll be going home, if I'll be going home, all the things. So I kind of have an idea. Um, wait, can we please talk about my favorite friend group? Our favorite friend group. <laughs> How do we get invited to be friends with Demilio's, Noah Beck, Lil Huddy, and Larry, and James Charles? Like, how do we get in? Like, I just love, I watched all six videos. I watched them all back to back. Oh, me too. Like, and had the best time of my life. Me too. I felt like I was just hanging out with them. Yeah, actually, I will. Let's, can we do like a little bit of a, an analysis of yeah. one of them? Is, first of all, James Charles is a fantastic YouTuber. Like he's so good. He's so entertaining. He, yeah. his, he doesn't edit his own videos. I don't even care. It's just great. Like it's concise. I'm, I'm never bored. He's funny. He's entertaining. He's informational. He's so many things. Yep. Oh no, I'm with you 100%. Sister stunning YouTuber. Correct. So I don't recall the order of the videos that I watched, but I will say James, Larry, of course, his editing is superior. Um, incredibly, I like literally laughing out loud at my phone like the entire time. Every time I watch a Larry video, but especially this one, like genuinely cackling, like laughing like tears coming out of my eyes sometimes yeah like you know sometimes you see things like oh that's funny but you're not like really laughing but you're like oh that's kind of funny or like oh that was funny no I'm like legitimately can't stop laughing yeah so and then Miss Noah Neck um coming out with like a similar editing style to Larry for some reason which I'm not I'm like it's unassuming but I'm not mad no, I actually liked it. Yeah. But I he, thought the same thing. I was like, did Larry edit his video? <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it wasn't because it like wasn't as good as Larry. Yeah. But it was definitely like getting there. Like great value meme style editing. It's um, so funny. But I am here for it because the Demilios, I stand them till the day I die. However, their videos were a little bit boring. Yeah. Like the, uh, what did, what was Dixie's? Oh, the like pumpkin carving contest. Yeah. Like, yeah, some of it just wasn't, like, if Larry would have edited the video, it would have been a million times funny, because, like, there just wasn't a whole lot happening. Yeah, I just kind of was like, all right, let's keep moving on, like. Yeah, and then I guess with Charlie's was the baking one, and yeah, there wasn't, like, a whole, like, a lot of what makes Larry funny is that he zooms in. He, like, 
focuses on one thing that happens and like makes a meme out of it. Like it's like a, you know what I mean? Like what they're doing may not really be that extraordinary, but it's like the editing. So I feel like Charlie and Dixie's could have been really funny, but I guess that's not the vibe (laughs) they were going for. I don't know. Yeah, also, like, I just cry because, like, the D'Amelios and Chase have, like, the most, like, monotone personality. I don't want to say their personality is monotone, but, like, they – you know what I mean. Like, they're just not, uh like, over the top with energy all the time. That's why sometimes – what? I think in one of the videos, Noah like said about Dixie something like always with the energy or something like that, like making fun of her. Yeah. I was like, that's really funny. Sometimes I love Dixie and I watch every single one of her videos, but sometimes I'm really like, girl, you look like you hate your life. Like, do <laughs> yeah. you want to, do you want to be like, did you watch the one of her and Sean White? No. Literally, they went like her and Sean White and her dad went like mountain biking. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. At the end, like, he was, like, talking to her, and she was like, yeah, this was really fun. No, the lack of enthusiasm when she's, like, with these famous people, and she's like, yeah, thanks so much for coming on my show. Yeah, no, I really appreciated it. Trippy Red. Thanks, Trippy Red. Like, this was really (laughs) awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, are you genuine? Like, I'm very confused. Like, it's very strange to me. We're probably the two most, like, emoted people that there are. So we just are having a hard time. At Dixie D'Amelio, we're having a really hard time understanding the lack of emotion, the lack of energy. We're just Correct. Not, we're not understanding. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I watched um, – Lil Huddy's video was, like, the same to me as Charlie and Dixie's with them rating the candy. Like, it was yeah. fine, whatever. Um, but I watched his other YouTube videos, and he – in the, the one where he played lacrosse, did you watch that one? No. He actually had some energy, and I was like, who is this? Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we doing? Like, um, But I watched his, like, 53 questions, like, the Vogue-style one. Yeah, I watched that one. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I feel like I didn't learn anything I didn't already know. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, super, like, oh, little Huddy says what? Like, yeah. Um, but I do think it's funny because I think I did. I talk about last week. Oh, I don't think I did that I listened to Josh Richards' podcast. No. Okay, so Josh Richards and Dave Portnoy, who is this president of Barstool, oh. have Wait, a podcast. Did mention this. I think I might have told you I wanted to listen to it. Oh, okay. But I don't think I listened to it until after we recorded last week. So yeah. Very interesting. Um, Dave Portnoy is just a butthole. Like, I don't know. I like him because I think he's funny and he does put out and I like Barstool, but he really does like he just doesn't care what he says until so he says whatever he thinks he doesn't really care what people think about him, which isn't a bad thing, but sometimes like, like great. You have opinions, but when you're being rude, I feel like that's where, you know what I mean? Oh, like, definitely. like in the pot, like in the podcast, him and Josh, he says something about how he like, Cause you know, Josh and Lil Huddy like don't really get along or whatever. And Dave was like based talking about how Lil Huddy's style is trash and like how his fashion, he's like the worst, how he thinks Lil Huddy is like the worst dressed person. And Josh was like, haha, yeah, like his style's whack, blah, blah, blah. And people were 
pissed because they're like, first of all, first of all, first of all, Dave is like 40 years old and wears t-shirts and way too tight skinny jeans every day of his life. And they're like, Lil Huddy actually is very fashionable and people think that his like style is actually like it right now. Um, And people were saying the same thing about Josh of like, Josh, you wear like t-shirts and gym shorts every day. Like, who are you to be talking about someone else's fashion? Well, I was in the first episode. In the third episode, they had Nessa on as a guest. Uh-huh. And Dave said something about Lil Huddy's style. And Nessa was like, I actually think it's really dope. Like, he has, like, the best style. And I was like, yeah, shutting it down. You tell her. Do you tell him? Because it, it's also just, like, I feel like that's just rude. Yeah, I don't know anything about the podcast. But I can imagine if they're sitting there bashing Lil Huddy, I would not enjoy it yeah it wasn't my I found it interesting they talked about like Josh talked a little bit about like the business stuff that him and Bryce do and like some of that kind of stuff which is interesting but it's them too yeah it's their podcast okay which is such a weird duo I really I was gonna say like how did they link up I really don't know some people well so on the podcast they talk about how Barstool is like an older audience like people our age to like even like older like people where josh's audience is obviously younger people and so they were saying how like dave was saying that like some people were saying he was like copping out and was just doing this to to, like gain some new audience member Uh um and josh was kind of saying though that like it was doing the same thing for him of like people that don't know who he is but are like followers of dave and barstool are now you know getting to know josh richards but it's like a lot of people who follow Barstool that are older, you know, don't really care what 18-year-old TikToker Josh Richards is doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not exactly like – like, it's different. Like, okay, James in the beauty world collabing with someone else of his same age in the skate world, whatever it is. Like, that's yeah. a little bit more applicable than, like, trying to mesh two generations of adults trying to be into TikTok. Yeah, we're adults and we're into TikTok, but maybe not like fifty-five-year-old men. I mean, I don't think fifty-five-year-old men are listening to Barstool, but I think there's more thirties and forties that just don't care about eighteen-year-old Josh Richards on TikTok who who posts like thirst traps. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, speaking of thirst trap being like a slang term can we talk about the word industrial (laughs) i had never heard that and what we think it means i had never heard that until larry and charlie said it a million times in their videos i have no idea what that means what Uh, do you think it means i meant to like analyze it more when i was watching the video because i was like why are they keep saying this can you tell me what you think it means and i'm gonna look it up on urban dictionary yeah okay i think industrial but they used it in so many different ways that's what i was gonna say it was never used in like a very overt specific context (laughs) that i think it means okay well i feel like every slang term that's like a descriptive word could be have any meaning pretty much but maybe industrial meaning like like mechanical in a good way or like polished Mm. like it like it has a good connotation is what i'm trying to say yeah 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 this is what urban says urban says the real serious poop 
Mm-hmm. Don't mess around. Be careful. That's so industrial. Yeah. And so the, the, like, the sentence they give you is, this is the industrial heavy type poop right here. But they were using it to, like, describe – I'm very confused. But you know what else always confused me was the term sickening. <laughs> Why? I don't know because I thought it was a bad thing to be sickening. No. Oh, I- I've learned because James uses it a few times. But there was a YouTuber I watched for a little while that did, like, reaction videos to people's, like, albums and stuff, like, to yeah. artist albums. And they did it, and they were like – I remember them pausing, and they're like, this beat is sickening. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I finally realized we're talking in, like, a good thing. So, yeah, industrial, I had no idea. Maybe, yeah, like industry, like if they're in the industry, like you're famous, like that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. sure. Like, you're sure. Like that's a good thing. I don't know. But I was also very confused and I was like industrial. <laughs> like um, what did they say? Like that's. She like I, Charlie said at one point like I don't remember what she was talking about but she was like oh that's so industrial and like Larry used it in a similar way as well like I don't remember what they were talking about but yeah wait can we talk about a point you made the other night um let me pull up the text <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> so I sent Katie a voice memo of me saying that I had a real problem because <laughs> I definitely thought that little Huddy um did not look ugly in <laughs> and I was just like what what what's wrong with me <laughs> not that I ever thought that little honey was ugly but I always just was like I don't know he just looked like a child to me and I guess just because I he's a little bit old I don't know he just looks so much older and I was just like whoa whoa not little honey and so I texted Katie that and she was like she said, Chase Hudson, he's attractive, dot, 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 like e-boy attractive, but not ugly. And then Katie said, would just like to add, also add, I stand in D'Amelio so hard. Addison Ray, goodbye, you are boring. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I'm over her. Me too, though. Well, okay, so she just, it's like, okay, okay, this is it she's like almost crossed the threshold of influencer to celebrity like actual celebrity because okay think about it like real celebrities we don't like see their personalities like they don't post their life that much okay you're right but okay I watched like one video of like the Addison Addison's family's YouTube or whatever like they have some yeah. videos out Addison live in the me- Lopez life yeah. Oh, remind me to tell you a connection I have with Addison Ray that I just found about yesterday. Okay, perfect. After this, I feel like Addison on the internet is very fake. It comes off very fake to me. Like, even that time I listened to her podcast, I was like, you just don't sound like a real per- You just sound very fake. Like, this can't be your real personality. And if it is, <laughs> yikes. Oh. Or I just feel like Charlie and Dixie are just them like Dixie being so monotone and whatever. Like I almost like that. She's just herself and isn't very like, I'm going to put on a fake person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah so for yeah. me, that gets boring very fast with Addison Ray of like, I can almost predict what you're going to do because you you just come off so fake. 
Yeah. I mean, I do think she has a pretty, like, bubbly, basic personality. Yes. That's a little bit rude of me to say. I do not know this girl. (laughs) I'm just saying from the many TikToks and the many YouTube videos and the many Instagram posts I have seen. Yeah. I also think that her fan, and maybe I'm totally wrong, but the way it comes off is like she acts like she's so famous when like she is very famous. I will give it like she is. But I also think that famous people who act like they're super famous to me, that's like, I don't know. That ruins the fun of it. I think I really got obsessed with her rise to fame. Like, I thought it was so fascinating how fast she was blowing up. Correct. One day she's at LSU. The next day she's tens of millions of followers. The next day she's with Kourtney Kardashian. Like, I was like, oh, wow, that is so intense. Yeah. Um, And I thought that was really fun to watch. But now that she's kind of, like, settled into all her brand deals and her movie gigs and all her stuff. Like, I don't want to say – she's not doing it for me anymore but she's really just not doing anything like she's like made it almost and so she's not really producing like entertaining content anymore which was like the fun of it in the beginning yeah so yeah I saw something because you everyone has seen that her and Bryce are back together or maybe never even broke up I don't know but I saw something and it was like do you think Addison Rae thinks that Bryce is her Scott Disick and I was like and then I saw something that was like oh I get it now Addison and Courtney just talk about the trash white men that they keep going back to I'm dead I was like who said that that's too good I also am really on board with the fact that they probably never broke up and just stopped going out in public together and now they're publicly posting again that's what I think um I thought of something else about oh my connection to Addison it's not really but so Dakota you know who Dakota is yes Dakota goes to my church up here him and his wife help with youth yada yada her Dakota's brother works he's like a barber at a place outside of Rain Louisiana I'm familiar and yesterday he cut Monty and Lucas's in Enzo's hair. You're lying. Monty posted a video on his Instagram and Dakota's brother is like the first guy cutting hair in it. Hold on, I'm about to send it to you. Oh wait, I yeah, it was on Reels. Yeah, so it'll still be there. Yeah. Dakota's brother is like the first guy in the video. No way. They're in Louisiana? Like somewhere outside of rain. Yeah, because Black Sheep Barber. Okay, interesting. He, Um, like, tagged. He tagged, like, Black Sheet Barber, which is literally Parker Clawson, Dakota Clawson's brother. Wow, that's wild. Um, I just remembered something we have to talk about. Okay. My social media experiment. (gasps) Oh, I totally forgot. Yes, 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 yes. So I'll make it quick because we're actually – like 10 minutes away from being done this is crazy wild times true so last episode's podcast i'm pretty sure if you're listening to this one you probably listened to the last one so you know that i was going to try a thing where i had to leave my social media off of my phone and only go on on, on my ipad yes. um to like limit access basically so it actually went really well um to be completely honest i never even deleted 
I, you know how like with the iOS 14 update, you can like take it off of your home screen and put it in the folder. That's yeah. what I did. And so I didn't have it like right out in front of my face the whole time. So that was last Tuesday that I started. Saturday, I went on Instagram on my phone, but it was only like my iPad is next to me. I don't want to hold my iPad. I'd rather hold my phone. <laughs> and so definitely I still tried to like after that, I got a little bit more lenient, but it was really interesting, especially in the beginning days when I didn't go on it at all. And like, I would go to Highland and like, go live my life without my iPad. And I like, didn't go on Instagram because like, you know, you're like waiting for your coffee and like five, like literally 30 seconds on Instagram. Yep. Not doing that was kind of like freeing. I felt like more aware of my surroundings low key and just mm-hmm. like, it felt like better to be still a little bit than just like have my mind like feel so distracted at all times, which is my life. Um, so, so you're going to continue doing it? I guess so. I think it definitely just made me more aware of like, like, I just want to like mindlessly scroll less. So like when, before I'm going to bed, like I'll look at my Instagram for 10 minutes, but then it's more so like the in-between moments where I'm like, I really don't need to go on Instagram right now. Yeah. No, I, I like started doing a thing where like, where I go to the grocery store or I go into a store, I don't bring my phone in with me. And so sometimes when I'm in Walmart and that means I have to wait in line, I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but I started, I started, I was thinking about this the other day. I think I was thinking about the whole conversation we had about the iPad and everything. And I was like, before we had phones, like people just sat in their car at a red light and listened to the music and just waited for the light to turn green. People just waited in line at Walmart and waited their turn. Like, or, or waiting for even, your coffee. You know, like, talk to someone. Yeah, maybe even, like, strike up a conversation with the person next to you or something. Exactly. And so it's just crazy to think that, like, that's so normal for us now. We're, like, that used to, like, for the longest time was never an option. Yeah. Or even, like, when you go somewhere and you don't know anyone, or your friend hasn't gotten there yet, like, what do you do? You're, like, on your phone, like, trying not to, okay, before there were phones, what do people do in those situations? They had to just stand and wait, or talk to someone, or whatever, Yeah. and so it's interesting to me to think about, like, it's so easy, like, oh, well, everyone else is scrolling on their phone. Well, what do people do when that wasn't an option? (laughs) Right, no, that's so interesting, or my favorite is the, like, text me when you're here, or, like, or I, just the convenience of texting is wild to think about texting not being a thing. Or even like, or like, let's say we're going somewhere and we're, we're going to Fat Cal. I leave at the right time. You're going to be late. I don't know that you're going to be late. I'm just going to have to wait and see when you show up. Cause you have no way of telling me, Hey, now, you know what I mean? Now you just text me and be like, Hey, I'm going to be a few minutes late just now leaving. But like, when there are no cell phones and you can't text me or call me, I'm just going to sit and wait until you get there. Insane. It's crazy. It's kind of scary to think about how our lives have been formed and like founded on the technology that we've grown up with. Definitely. And how different we are. Definitely. And I think that obviously there's like benefits, like it's not all bad. Like we're just talking about if you're going to be late somewhere and you can tell me, and then I can, if I haven't left yet, wait a few minutes to leave, or I can stop in somewhere else that I needed to go or stop for gas. You know what I mean? Like there's benefits, but something like feeling the need to scroll every time you have a pause, like is just not necessary. Like if we never even had that, we would, that would just be normal, you know? Yeah, totally. Crazy. 
Have you watched um, The Social Dilemma? I haven't. We talked about this before. I, it's on my list to watch. Um, okay, this week. Do you want to watch it? Both of our homework is to watch that so we can talk about it. Okay. Oh, Sarah, I was thinking about you at work, actually, because the girls were trying to get me to talk about The Bachelor with them. The Bachelorette. The Bachelor. The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. And I was like, you know, my friend, she hates me because I don't watch the show. And they're like, this season is the season to watch. And I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) So I'll link you with my friends. (laughs) Right. This season really is, uh, it's insane. If you're listening to the podcast right now and you watch The Bachelorette, like, please text me and let's talk about it because. What night of the week does it come on? Normally, it comes on Tuesday nights, but this week, it's coming on Thursday night because of the election yesterday. Oh, yeah. So, normally, it's Tuesday nights. Um, it is just this season. Every The past few seasons, Chris Harrison's always like, the most dramatic season. The, an ending you never see. This is genuinely nothing has ever been seen like this on the – like, it's insane. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. But whatever. But yes, we'll both watch The Social Dilemma so we can talk about it next week. Yeah, so you guys watch it too so you can keep up with what we're talking about. Perfect. Wow, we all homework. We're like a little family. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, family. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. So industrial of you. (laughs) I like famous. Like, I'm going to start calling everyone famous. Oh, like that's so fa- like you're so like that's so famous of you, or like you're so famous. Or- yeah, I guess it's about situations. Like, oh, that's so famous. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wait, one last thing. telling our listeners to watch that thing is pretty famous. Yeah, actually, that's really true. Um, also, very excited because Starbucks Christmas drinks are dropping either tomorrow or Friday. I don't know which. It's it's the end of this week. Wow, that's very exciting. I'm um, very excited. Have you uh, tried the pumpkin cream cold brew? Yes. Um, it's good. There's a place here in Bozier called Coffee on the Red. It's a like local coffee shop. They make a pumpkin cream cold brew that's a million times better than Starbucks. So it's like hard for me to get Starbucks now because Team local. Coffee on the Red is amazing. Yeah. Team local all the way. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the pumpkin cream cold brew, but... The once I had it at the Coffee on the Red here, I just I could not get it from Starbucks and Starbucks anymore. Yeah, Sarah. Next week we should talk about how I'm obsessed with starting projects. With what? I'm obsessed with starting projects that you never finish. That I never finish. Perfect. I can't. And wait. we can talk about how it's a problem in my life. All right. Um. Great. I'll get my therapist on the show so that she can talk to you about that. Um, sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Amazing. What a podcast. I love when time just really flies by. True. Also, people, people. listeners, go to our Instagram. Go there. Link in bio. In the bio. And get you some stickers. Get them stickers, y'all. We have three stickers. They're all so cute. There's one sticker that's our faces. It's not like literally our faces, even though that would be so funny if people had stickers <laughs> of our literal faces. It's like, great. you know, the like outline cartoon type thing that Katie drew. It looks amazing. Thank you. Um, there's a seriously fun holographic one. What? Holographic. It like is rainbow and the light's really beautiful. 
beautiful. And then we have a square one of our legit logo. So what you're probably going to want to do is just go ahead and buy all three. It's cheaper. There's a bundle. And get it easy for you to just go yeah. ahead and get all three for a dealio. So please, 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 please go get you some. Yeah. Just do it. It'll be seriously fun. So, so seriously fun. Guys, wow. remember back in the day when we came up with the most iconic name for the podcast? Remember when we came up with the uh, most iconic name for the podcast on the podcast? Sarah, I just thought of a fun idea. Okay. Sarah and Katie react to the first episode of the podcast. <gasps> the next time we're in person, we're doing that. That would be so the whole, like, season three is just us reacting to, like, every other episode <laughs> or something. <laughs> Wait, that's actually so funny. That's, like, yes, I'm here for it. That'd be so fun. Okay, that's, it's going to be cringy and I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, now that we said we're going to wrap up five minutes ago, we're really going to wrap up now. Thank y'all so much. We love y'all endlessly. Yes, love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. For real, by the stickers. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. As always, see you next week. Yep. Stay Bye. amazing. <laughs>